It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. The Wizards drop really a winnable game, 117 to 111 at home, and it wasn't for a lack of trying. Riley Bill, 33 points, and KP with 24, with 17 from Denny off the bench. We're going to talk about the reasons why this was winnable and reasons why we lost it next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, welcome to Lock On Wizards. This is your boy, Brandon Scott, with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Lock On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit matchup with $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com dash promo code Locked On. So, again, the Wizards drop really in the second half. A very winnable game to the Milwaukee Bucks, 117-111 at home. And again, it wasn't for the lack of trying. You know, Bradley Bill contributed 33, KP 24 with 14 rebounds. So if you look at two factors tonight, which one of these factors lost the game? Was it perimeter defense or was it the uh, the fact that we lost the battle of the benches? Uh, I would say perimeter defense. I think they made it a point to make it tough for Giannis and build kind of like a steel wall last game. He had 55 and – uh, tonight we held him to 23, which is, I guess, somewhat of a, um, you know improvement there. But he still ended up with a triple-double. The last, if you didn't see, the last rebound for the triple-double, he actually did it on purpose. Like He missed the shot. He uh, clanked it off the side of the rim and then got it and got the rebound. So he ended up with a triple-double, uh, a kind of a phony triple-double. But, um, yeah, they made it a point to make it tough on Giannis. But with them double-teaming and trying to triple-team him, he found open shooters. Um, they started the game off. Uh, Brooke Lopez hit two threes to start the game off. Joe Ingles 
uh, started off with hit, hitting two threes. Uh, Javon Carter had six threes off the bench. Uh, the Bucks as a whole, they hit, they had 22 threes as, as a whole team. Um, they had one, two, three, four, five, five guys hit at least three threes. Joe Ingles hit four threes. Javon Carter hit six threes. Uh, Grayson Allen hit six threes. Drew Holiday hit three threes. And Brooke Lopez hit three threes. So you had four or five guys with at least three threes. Pat Connaughton hit two threes as well. Um, so yeah, the three point defense was was definitely lackluster tonight, but it was be, it was because they were double teaming Giannis, and when they did those double teams, he was able to find open shooters. He had he had thirteen assists tonight, so Giannis took advantage of that with them, you know, playing the way they the type of defense they did on him. He did a great job of finding other guys, and he didn't force the issue himself. Um, Jay Crowder did have a really nice behind the back pass to Drew Holiday um, as well for a tough three, but. Um, yeah, perimeter defense was like lesser. And in the beginning of the game, they were going under screens. They went under screens for Joe Ingles. They went under screens for Brooke Lopez. When you know clearly Brooke Lopez is one of the one of the few centers, or not few centers, there's a lot of centers that are able to knock down threes in the league today uh, with modern basketball. Brooke, Brooke Lopez is, is a good three-point shooter. He's known for that. So I don't know. They, like Kuzma has said in the past, knowing their personnel, they didn't do a good job of that tonight. Um, Grayson Allen, um, you know, I don't I, – the, the, the play – where Bill was on his back, I thought that was a little unnecessary on Grayson, you know, because of his past and his history. Um, was it a dirty play? It's questionable, but it, it doesn't really matter. But I just wanted to bring that up, of course. But, yeah, I would say the perimeter defense, uh, I thought they did a good job of making it tough on Giannis. Um, and the effort was there tonight. You know, offensive boards, we had 20 offensive rebounds. DeLon Wright was crashing the glass. Bradley Bill had a good amount of rebounds. Porzingis had a good amount of rebounds. But this is another game where Porzingis, in the first half, he had 18 points. Guess what? He ends up with 24 points. I just don't know what's going on with him in the second half. I don't know if it's West not getting him the basketball, calling post-ups, mid-range plays for him in the high post. It's just a disappearing act, and I don't. I'm not going to blame Porzingis. I just don't know what's going on in the second half. Why is he starting off so hot? And in the second half, he'll end up with two or three or four or only six more points in the second half when he starts off with 20 points in the first half. So it's just it's a pattern that we're seeing each game now. Um, And and the Bucs, they just executed down late. You know, Bradley Bill had a turnover down late. We were down by six. But the Wizards, they put up a good effort tonight. I I can't I can't be mad at the effort. I thought they improved in the Raptors game. They cut down on turnovers. Um, Only thing was the three point defense. They they had they only had tonight. They had nine turnovers compared to 24 turnovers. Tonight, they also they out-rebounded the Bucs 56-46. to 46. If you look at the stat sheet, other than three-pointers, the Wizards were the better team on paper, but, of course, it doesn't work like that. The Bucs, are, they are, they're a well-oiled machine. They're an NBA Finals contender, um, and they just show that down the stretch. They executed better. They hit big shots. Drew Holiday made his free throws down, down the stretch, um, and, and, and they, they played better basketball down the stretch. Now, what you saw from Milwaukee is championship basketball. I mean, you, you if you just look at the team and they they play well together, the chemistry is obvious. But um, bringing up the comments from Kyle Kuzma about two things you you brought up. Uh, one, the lack of scouting, not knowing your opponent. I mean, look, bro. I mean, we known that Brook Lopez was a three point shooter since he was in Brooklyn. I mean, how <laughs> you not know? I mean, I'm just saying. Um, and two, you know, Kyle Kuzma not uh, when he said that not a lot of plays are being run for guys like himself and KP. And it shows. I think that's a big reason. You're not seeing a lot of plays being run, especially in the second half, for KP. Usually it's a lot of plays being run for Brad, which I get it, you know, with this franchise. Look, Bradley Bill's the franchise guy. You know, he's he's the focal point for this franchise. But the thing with that is, you know, there's a lot of talk with re-signing Kyle Kuzma. If I'm KP, and if I'm not getting plays run from me, and I'm and 
not getting touches second half. I'm kind of looking at like, what's going on, man? Like, you know, because with him being healthy and him having the year that he's had so far, he's going to want a bigger role next year. So that might be a little kind of a flag. But, man, it's just it's, – it's, it's weird, man, because we won the, the paint. Look at the, Look at the paint stats, man. 56 rebounds, 20 offensive rebounds, and 58 points in the paint. So, and then it's just that shows how much uh, the lack of perimeter defense really kills this team. Because look at the tail of the tape, man. We only lost by six, even though we really struggled in the first half. The second half, we came out guns a blazing, man. I mean, Bradley Bill, 33 points, 15 for 30 points, from, uh, 32 from the field, man. Uh, KP, 24 and 14. You know, you look at Denny, nice performance, 17 points, five for 10, two from four from three. Look, you look at Kispert, man. His shot, I mean, four from eight, three from seven, three. So you got quality minutes from Kispert and Denny off the bench. And now I, I think it's a little questionable starting Gill. Now, who who would you start? Now, I know that Denny's dealing with the, the stomach ailment. And maybe you put Kispert. I, I, just, I don't know if I'm going to start Gill in that situation. But, you know, two points from Gill, that kind of tells you all you need to know. But it's just... Again, we need more. We need another guy off the bench to really help us have that scoring punch off the bench, man. Because, you know, while it's good to see Denny and Kispert have these type of nights, you know, you could say it's just it's a team overall that suffer from a lack of consistency. But those two really suffer from a lack of consistency, and we need a consistent threat off the bench, man. But no, it's not really. I mean, Denny and Kispert did their thing on the bench, man. And but I do think we miss Kuzman tonight, and we definitely miss Monte. I think you know that was a factor, but. Even all, we still only lost by six to a team that, quite frankly, you know, outside of Boston, has the best chance in the East to, to make the NBA Finals, in, in my opinion, because my, my top two is Boston and Milwaukee. But anyways, um, so it just it shows that the lack of perimeter defense is, is, a, is a big factor for us because the three-point shot is what lost the game for us or the lack of defending against three-point shots so i mean if you look at it, like you said almost everybody on the roster was hitting threes on us i mean joe ingles was hitting them javon carter was hitting them i mean everybody was teeing up and, <laughs> and shooting whatever and that just shows that there's no that. yeah there's no pressure man we're putting no pressure on shooters man we're not charging out of shooters it's just we're just sitting there and watching them shoot you know we've got to get better with that we've got to really get defense got to get better man especially perimeter you know again and again we've said it all year man that west Sill jr's mo is defense so you need to play the MO. Come on, man. Like, what's, what's going on? Like, you, your guys aren't pressuring shooters. Look, we said it last game, man. You can play around with these mid-tier to lower-tier teams. Look, Milwaukee is going to light you up. And they they did it. Look, that three-point alone is why we lost this game. Because it, you can argue that if we were tougher on a three-point shot, we had a good chance to win this game. It's just we we have been terrible all year on the, on the perimeter, and that is our MO. And to me – that is a factor that lost this game for us. Yeah, 110%. We're, we're going to talk about some individual performances as well. Uh, but, yeah, you hit the nail on the head on three-point defense. But uh, we're going to get a quick word from Brandon. We'll talk about some individual performances. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. So you're wondering, how does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they go and score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. That includes the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NHL, PGA, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, 
cricket and more entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy i'm trying to tell you safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and our neighbors to the north in canada download the prospect app or go to prospect.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive 100 instant deposit match up to 100 with the promo code locked on if you deposit 100 dollars Prospects will give you $100. If you deposit 50, prospects will give you 50. Don't forget to enter a promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Pri- hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. That's picks. So, um, before, we, um, before we move on, man, you got anything else uh, from the game? Um, Denny played one of his better games offensively. He, he, um, I'm not gonna say he was in a slump, but he was struggling offensively in the last couple of games. I was impressed with what he did tonight. Um, he shot some threes in rhythm and knocked them down. Uh, he ended up with 17 points coming off the bench, uh, six boards. He's always been, he's been, he's been rebounding the ball really well, two assists, um, and, and playing tough defense on Giannis as well. He had three steals, uh, two assists, and, um, he, he ended the game with four fouls. Uh, but I loved his effort, and I loved the way he finished around the rim. He actually – he I'm not going to say actually went to his left, but he had a really nice move on Jay Crowder and went to the left and finished finished strongly. I had a nice layup. So I was impressed with that. And uh, Kispert, we've been giving Kispert a hard time because he, he was in a slump. Uh, I want to say he was in the last week or two weeks ago. He was in a slump, but he was struggling. But he's been shooting the ball well from the three-point line. Um, and he cut it to – we were down 115 to 111 at one point. He cut, it, he cut the lead down and gave us a, a fighter's chance in a game. Uh, Kendrick Nunn. Uh, he, he's just been struggling off the bench. He's basically been struggling like how Will Barton was struggling when Will Barton was here. Uh, we were expecting Will Barton to be, you know, give us a, some firepower off the bench, and he was just really wildly inconsistent. Uh, same thing with none. Kendrick Nunn has been wildly inconsistent as of late. Uh, Ten minutes, two point, three points. Um, and that's that's with guys being out, you know, Kuzma being out. We could definitely use some more scoring and shot creation, and he just hasn't been able to really consistently provide that for us. Jordan Goodwin, once again, has given us good minutes. Um, didn't shoot the ball well. It was one for seven, uh, four assists, eight boards. Uh, I thought he gave some good effort tonight to get into the basket. Um, Gafford tonight finished pretty well. He's been playing pretty well as of late. And uh, Brad, you know, scoring wise, he was really he struggled in the first half. Had a couple air balls. Had an air ball when we, we were down. We were, I mean, we, the Wizards were really, really. It was really a five point, uh, five point. You know lead for the Bucks for the majority of that fourth quarter. We cut it to one point at one point, too. So I, I would really like the Wizards' effort tonight. I didn't like their effort um against the Bulls a couple a couple of days ago. But tonight I thought I thought they played I thought they played with heart tonight. I, I got it to my cap to them. I thought they played with heart. You know, of course they were the underdogs in this game. The, the Bucks are just a better team, just simply saying. Um and I thought th- I thought they were competitive tonight. I thought they played hard. I thought there were some chances where they really did have the win. 
have a chance to win. But the tail of the tape is three point shooting. Once again, uh, Brad was 0 for 5 from the three, and uh, Porzingis was 1 for 8 from the three. We, we hit eight threes, they hit 22. So, simply put, that that's just what it came down to. Uh, but I did I did want to tip my cap to, to Denny tonight. I thought he played really well tonight. Uh, DeLon Wright, once again, he's, he's been playing a good ball as well as, as the starter. Look, Turbo won the issue, man. <laughs> yeah. Turbo was rocking tonight, man. I like what I saw from Denny. So, I mean, I guess let's kind of look at what the issue is, man. Because there's two things we're guilty for this year. One, you know, we'll either start fast and we'll slow down and let them come back and even beat us. Or we'll start poorly and play catch up. I mean, what, what do you think the problem is? I mean, because this has been a problem all year, man. This has been one of the most consistent things about this roster is the inconsistency. I mean, what, what do you think it is? I mean, do you think that scouting is the problem, not knowing your opponent and until you really get to know him on the court? You think that's an issue? Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, you look at the Blazers game, they let Anthony Simons hit eight threes, something like that, just something ridiculous. Uh, Cam Tom, I know Cam Thomas for the Nets, he came out of nowhere, kind of, but you know, we all knew that Cam Thomas could score and get bats and get buckets. He's just a scorer, so that was disappointing being up by 20 and losing both of those games. Um, but yeah, I can't call it to be honest with you. The Wizards are just wildly inconsistent. I really, at one point, I thought they had a really good chance to win this game, they were down by one point at, at, at one time, but um, yeah, and then the turnovers were the tail of the tape against the Raptors. That's what lost in the game tonight is three point shooting. Uh, so you just find so many different ways to lose games, and then they'll surprise you and win some games. The Hawks game, I was I was pretty surprised they went into Atlanta and won that game. Um, so it, they're just wildly inconsistent. Um, you know, Kuz being out, I'm not gonna say if Kuz was here, we would have won the game because the the Bucks are you know they're they're just a championship contender. Um, but yeah, it's just the twenty point uh, the twenty point and then the Timberwolves game, they were down by twenty, like you said, they were down and they came back. So. I really can't call it with this team. This team, they find they take two steps forward and one step back. And that's what I thought about this Raptors one and one thing, where if they could have won those two games, it would have been huge because you know the Bucs is going to be uphill battle. So they really needed to win that game last night. That was a huge game for them. So they took two steps forward with beating the Hawks and, and um beating the Raptors, and then they lost the Raptors. So they took two so now they're taking two steps back. And that's why they're there. It's just the definition of the Wizards team and franchise right now. They're a middling team. They're in purgatory. They're not good enough to win a championship, and they're not bad enough to tank. Um, so they're just in that middling spot, that playing spot. So they'll, they they just always take two steps forward and one step back, or one step back and two steps forward, and they'll just end up in this, you know, 39 and 43 range. And the last game that they lost to the Raptors, there's a record that they set now. They have a, this is that, that signified and solidified them not winning 50 games since 1979. So now they're te- technic- uh, statistically or, or mathematically, they can't win 50 games. And this is another year since 1979. <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> I mean, it's just, <laughs> what do you even say to that? But I got, I got one more question for you, man. You know, look at, you know, we said this all year long that, you know, Wes was brought in because of his defensive mentality and Denver. So with the defensive struggles this season, man, do you think is a case of not having the right personnel to fit the system? Or you think it's a case of he's not utilizing the strengths of who he has on the roster? This is another good question. Um, I think the signing of DeLon Wright, he's our best perimeter defender. Denny's a defensive-minded guy. Um, so personnel-wise, we de- we definitely could bring in some more defenders and some more dogs. Like you look at Javon Carter, that's a guy that wants to pick up, you know, full court and get 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 in your face. DeLon Wright is a guy like that. Denny's not scared to, you know, get up in somebody's face and play defense as well. So um 
the personnel, yeah, I think we could definitely in this all season try to bring in Jordan Goodwin's another guy that they brought in to play defense as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't Wes, his defense, I think they have improved. You look at some of the numbers when they when they since uh Christmas, they've had a good record. The defensive rating has gone up, the defensive um efficiency has gone up since Christmas when they went they they're like I gotta look at the numbers, but they went on the winning streak and they started playing good ball. Um but yeah, some of the, some, it is some of the personnel. They do have to get some more defensive minded guys in for sure. Um, but some of it has been on West too, and I think he ha- he has improved. Like playing some some of the zone like in the beginning of the year where we gave a big a lot of threes to the Pacers, the Nets. We just kept playing zone. We kept double teaming. We were double teaming James Harden. He was finding open shooters like Maxi. So that was just some you know self destruction stuff that West was doing, where you're doubling guys, leaving guys wide open, kind of like what we did tonight with Giannis. Uh, so it's a combination of stuff. It's a combination of stuff. They do need to draft or sign some more defensive-minded guys in here for the Wizards, for sure. Um, so that's that's another good question right there, too. So I, 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 would, I would chalk it up to another combination. It's a combination of things. Okay, I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, before, um, before we move on to comments, man, you have anything else up from the game? No, I think we covered it all, man. Um, a tough loss, but I, I, I do appreciate the effort. That's yeah. one positive thing I will say. Uh, yeah. that, that's the 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 Bucks are a darn good team, and Giannis is an MVP MVP candidate every year. And they Drew Holiday is a good player. They have a lot of good. Chris Middleton was out tonight too, so they were yeah. missing him, um, and we were missing Coos. But they they have a they have a darn good team, and I thought the Wizards put up a fight tonight for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the I love the fight, man. You know, it wasn't for lack of trying. <laughs> it's just. You know, we we lived and died by the three, man. So it is what it is. But uh, before we move on to comments, it's going to holler at y'all about Built Bar. Yes, sir. I got a Built Bar in my house right now. It's the uh, Built Puffs Bar. It's really, really good. What makes Built What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Bill bars at Bill.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bill bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, Run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. Hey, guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You can thank me later. All right, so we're going to get to a couple of comments here. Uh, we got 61 comments here tonight, 41 people in the chat. Just want to thank you guys for listening. As Absolutely. always, and watching on YouTube, uh, Desan says, another awful, disgusting, <laughs> bummy, <laughs> pointless, garbage game by Kitchen. I didn't even read this comment before reading it, so I'm just reading <laughs> Might as well cut him and just give his spot to one of the guards we picked up recently. So, yeah, um, Bouye, we picked him up. I, yeah. I got to do my research on him. Uh, they picked up another guy today, Brandon. I'm not sure if you remember his name. Um, from the NBL, he was the NBL MVP. Oh, Xavier. That. Um, but I can't remember. I almost say as I saw some of his highlights, and he's not much of a shooter, but he can jump out the gym. He can jump to the moon. He's super athletic. The first highlight that I saw, um, he does a a, a crossover and dunk somebody. Dunks on somebody. His name is Cook. His last name is Cooks. Yeah, it's uh, Xavier Cook. Yeah, Xavier Cooks. Yep, Xavier Cooks. He was the M- he was the MVP in the NBL. Um, I'm gonna look up his measurables, but it looks like he's six foot six. But yeah, he's dunking on people and yamming on people. The Wizards certainly could use some athleticism. I think the team to answer your defensive question, we don't have a lot of athletes on the team. Yeah, we don't have a lot of guys that can leap, um, and I think they can really move their feet as well. And I think this guy Xavier Cooks. We'll see what he can do. Um, I don't know if he's gonna get any playing time. But if he gets in there, man, they need to call a couple of law plays for him and, and get him a transistor for sure. So because this guy is an athlete. Oh, absolutely, man. I checked him out earlier today, man. And he's definitely an athlete. He's got some <laughs> he's got some hops on him, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I agree with you, man. We need more athletes. We need more guys who can come in and be more athletic on the squad, man. So I completely agree. Uh, and then about see. none. Um, Desan, he, he's in a slump right now. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're just not getting much from him. So I mean, if if you're not gonna get much from him, Quentin Jackson, I, I think he had. A, I, I want to say he had a he had a pretty good game against the G League Ignite. They just played against Scoot uh, Henderson. Uh, Johnny Davis has been playing better as of late too. I've seen some 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 stats from him. He's playing a lot better. I don't know if he's ready yet to contribute in meaningful minutes yet. But uh, if none's gonna play like that, then you 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 might have to look at Quentin Jackson, uh, some other guys, and, and, and call them up. So looking at Johnny Davis, man, I'm gonna let you real quick. You know, he has improved, but you think it's time to give him that title of a bust? I mean, do you think he's earned bust, or do you think he's still able to kind of find his way? Yeah, I think it's still too early. I know it's not looking good, but as of late, he's played a lot better. Ever since the All-Star break, he's getting confidence. He's playing a lot better. Just from the stats that I've seen, I haven't been able to sit down and watch a game. A couple highlights here and there. Um, Isaiah had had a good game as well, so... Um, I don't, I don't know if Isaiah Todd's gonna get any playing time any soon, but it's it's just positive to see something good from Johnny because Johnny he was he was struggling even in the G League, uh, so it, it's good to see something from. I, it's gonna be a slow process for him. Yeah. I'm excited to see him in the summer league. Honestly, I want to see how he does it because he struggled in the yeah. summer league last year too or this past season. So I want I'm excited to actually see him play uh, and what he can do. Uh, but yeah, it, it's way too early. It's way too early. We've seen a lot of guys go to the G League and and they play better um in, in recent years so uh it, it's still too early i'm still rooting for johnny i i like the pick when we picked him up um he certainly is struggling right now but i haven't given up yet 
Yeah, I'm with you. I, I totally agree with you, man. I think it's too early because you see that being thrown around. You know, there's people calling him a bus, and, you know, it, it's way too early. Because um, if you look at his career at Wisconsin, man, he started slow. You know, he, he kind of built up over time. So I, I, I still think there's hope for Johnny, man. I, I still like his intangibles as a player, man. But, so yeah. But, you know, getting back to none, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> what do you say? Because Rui's not exactly lighting up in L.A. either. So it's just, you know, it's one of those things where it's just, it, it is what it is. I mean, hey, at least we got those three second rounders. So, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I think he'd be all right, man. He's struggling, but, you know, he came in hot and I think he'll pick it up, man. It's just, you know, the bench is what it is. I, you know, I, just like we said at the deadline, man, I, I think we're suffering from the fact that we are one bench score away from really having that consistent threat on the bench. So, so let's see. Man, got a lot of good comments tonight, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might have to, uh, we have to follow up tomorrow and answer some of them. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is cold. The sign said, West going to be learning to try to sell. <laughs> y'all trying to send him to China already? Oh, man. I mean, West, he, he's got to make that leap, man, going into year three. He's got, you know, he's just, he's he's hit or miss, man. This this whole roster is just so inconsistent, and it goes to coaching too, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, you guys are going into that bullets forever with three R's at the end. Says when Bill Carson Lopez and proceeded air ball the wide open three. I knew we would lose. Laugh laughing my butt off. The last minute turnover is nothing new <laughs> from him. Hope he likes LA. Yeah. So I was looking at that. He turned the ball over. It was 108 to 115. So that was a crucial turnover. It was about 52 seconds left in the game. Uh, Joe Ingles gets the steal, and he did air ball three. Now he did get hot. In the second half, he played a lot better in the second half. The, the first half was definitely a struggle from him. I uh, didn't hit any threes tonight, but offensively, he was a lot better in the second half, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, the turnovers on the clutch, they are frustrating. They're frustrating. Yeah, and, it, you know, there's two types of, you know, stars in this league, man. And I'm not ready to call Bradley Bill superstar, but he definitely is a star if you look at all-star and, and obviously contract. But, you know, some players, man, if you look at Giannis, he's able to kind of carry a team, man. You know, he can go out there and really carry a team. And then Bradley Bill, man, he he when he's got the the key guys around him, that's where he succeeds, man. You know, Kuz, I think him not playing night hurt. I'm not gonna say we would have won. I'm with you on that, but you know, Bradley Bill, man, I just these these turnovers in crunch time, man. <laughs> it's just they it's gotta stop, man, because you know, when you when you're that guy and you get paid that amount, man, you can not commit turnovers in crunch time, man. So, yeah, that was that that air ball was something else. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably read one more comment and wrap it up for tonight. Yes, sir. Got you. Um, man, man y'all heated tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all, you see anything? Um. Well, actually, you know what? We're we're just gonna wrap it up tonight. We're gonna wrap it up tonight. We'll probably answer uh, some more tomorrow. We thank you guys for tuning in for sure. You guys have a lot of comments. You guys have a lot of comments. See, Izzy Izzy Polycarp said twenty three points from Johnny Davis. I think that's the game that I saw some of his numbers where he's playing a lot better. So I'm I'm happy about that. Um, yeah. So I just want to thank you guys for listening. We'll talk more about the Wizards, of course, tomorrow or Tuesday night when they play. I want to say they play the Atlanta Hawks again. They have another uh short series the nba is doing a lot of short series just want to make sure i got this right uh they played the pistons i'm sorry they played the pistons on too so this is a must win game 
Yeah, this is a must win. You cannot lose to the Pistons in Detroit. You can't lose to the Pistons. Uh, we'll probably do a preview tomorrow, but you, you can't lose to the Pistons. That's all I'm gonna say. If they are serious about even making the plan, they can't they can't lose this game to the Pistons. So, so thank you guys for listening. Making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Make sure you guys check out the Game to Game uh, podcast, uh, where you can look at the check out the NBA every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.